Hi friend, this is Alex McRobbs, founder of The Mindful Life Practice, and you're listening to the Sober Yoga Girl podcast. I'm a Canadian who moved across the world to the Middle East at age 23, and I never went back. I got sober in 2019, and I now live full-time in Bali, Indonesia. I've made it my mission to help other women around the world stop drinking, start yoga, and change their lives through my online Sober Girls Yoga community. You're not alone, and a sober life can be fun and fulfilling. Let me show you how. Here we go. All right. We are officially live. Good morning, everyone. Happy good evening, everyone. Yes, good morning, good evening. I love that. Happy Tuesday for everyone on Kathy's side of the world. Happy Wednesday for everyone on my side of the world. Um, how are you doing today, Kathy? I'm good. It's Greta Tuesday. You know, I got my gratitude sweatshirt on. Um, and yeah, um, I get tomorrow off. Tomorrow is a Jewish holiday and my school celebrates um, or, you know, it keeps in honor of the Jewish holiday. So uh, it's kind of a weird, like middle of the week break for me. Yeah. How about you? Oh, How are nice. you? Is, is that what you're grateful for, for gratitude day? I am. I'm, you know, grateful for getting a break. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go get my hair done tomorrow. The big hair is getting Love done. That. Love that. I'm doing well. I'm doing really good. I am feeling really healthy right now. Um, and I've gone through some like transformations with a doctor very recently and been able to target or figure out some, some foods that I was having issues with, um, that were not making me feel good. And so now I'm just feeling really healthy. And I got up this morning and I made this smoothie for breakfast. It was so good. It was a spinach, berry, banana, papaya smoothie. Ooh, I was going to ask you what's in it because I am yeah. known as I, I'm a smoothie snob. I make my own smoothies. So I'm always curious. What were the ingredients? Tell me. It was spinach, banana, papaya, and blueberry. And then what, like, did you have like a water base or a milk base at all? I I literally just put water into it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't put any, um, any milks into it anymore because of my, uh, naturopathic doctor's, uh, guidance that I'm not supposed to be having like any of those milks. Um, and so the water seems to be working really well. I might have to try that because I always put almond milk or coconut milk in. So, and then I put a dash of honey um, as nice. well. So, so and cinnamon, I put a lot, I put a lot of cinnamon in. Oh, yum. So, but I'm a blueberry, banana, spinach, but I've never, there was one ingredient you um, said that I've never tried before. Papaya. Papaya. Papaya, it's so good. It's like people that. in Ohio, so we don't know what papayas are. No, I really <laughs> do. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Yum. All right. Let's... I'm going to have to add one before, before yoga tonight. So yes. um, maybe I'll wait till after. So. Um, okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah. When you think of New Year's resolution, how does it make you feel? Like, are you a New Year's resolution type of person? So I love the idea of new year's resolutions. I love it. Um, oh my God, my cat fur is like coming over the top of the camera, by the way, she's just sleeping. Like on, <laughs> no, that's, on the it looks like you're behind a branch. It's hilarious. <laughs> 
Um, so, okay. I love the idea of new year's resolutions, but I have to tell you that I personally have not had any life transformation, transformation changes that have happened on January 1st. For me, they've all happened on like, like I got sober on April 13th or like I've made this new health change on whatever it was, September 20th, you know? And so for me, it's, it's always been like the random day where I've decided to make a change and I've never myself lined it up with January 1st, but I know a lot of people who really thrive with the new year's resolution. And a lot of people sober date is January 1st because they quit yes. drinking on January I know, 1st. In our so. community, people are like new year's Eve, January 1st, you know? Yeah. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Um, do you think by January 24th, if you've ever done one, like you're doing well with it? Cause I know if I'm honest by January 24th, I'm like looking for ways out of whatever, or like I'm minimizing it's the, the newness of it is worn off 24 days in. I definitely think I would lose momentum even before the 24th, like maybe on the first, the second. <laughs> <laughs> That was so honest. I love it. How about you? It's funny because I have been over the years, like a, you know, a new year's person, new year's resolution person. Um, like the year before, like I started, well, like the year I started cutting back my drinking, I didn't even want to go out. Like it was, it was interesting. That was my first. And I used to be a big like, woo, and then like do the new thing the next day or maybe two days in because I had to get to my myself out of bed because I was drinking and all that stuff. So it usually was like January 2nd or 3rd by the time I, it was usually something to do with food prep or, you know, working out, blah, blah, blah. So it was interesting. A few years ago, I came across this motivational speaker who a lot of people are not a, a, like there's, there, there's opinions on, on this person, but they had a flip the script type of a thing. And it, their whole thing was October 1st is 90 days until January 1st. And uh, how many of us, um, you know, it takes usually, you know, whatever they say, however many, 21 days to get a new habit, but really 90 days, you know, you're solid into a new habit. So their whole thing was start October 1st. And so by January 1st, you are solid and you are good to go. And I was like, I never thought about that. And that was the year that I had given up alcohol anyway in July. So then I went all in. Like I gave up dairy. I gave up sugar because they were giving examples like, you know, everybody gets so sick around the holidays and they were talking about sugar yeah. and how like, you know, that really like affects your immune system. And if you gave that up during the holidays, you might feel healthier, blah, blah, blah. So, so I did all of that for 90 days. And I have to say, like, it was amazing because going into the new year, I was like, I felt like I was at the finish line and I could just keep running. So I was thinking about this whole, like, sober October in that sense. Like, this upcoming Saturday starts the um, 108 day, um, the next program for the 108 day um, uh, emotional sobriety program. And that leads you until January 24th. I looked that up. I, I Googled because math and I, you know, I'm allergic. Um, and so I, um, but I thought, wow, like if you signed up for this weekend and joined and we, you know, in the 108 days, what we do is for 108 days, we have journal prompts. We're in a WhatsApp group. 
Uh, we meet twice a week. One week, one of it is meditation. One of them is yoga. And we're really together for those 108 days through the holiday, how solid we would feel during those like those rough times during the holidays, those emotional sobriety things where we have the triggers of our families, our friends, all the things that inner child work, you know, um, things that like we need our support more than ever during the holidays is what I have found. So I just thought of that. I was like, you know, this would be to me, if I were to join and think about the that 90 day challenge thing I did, it was never a better time. And it's, and I have to say a lot of those habits carried on for me. Um, and I just think something to think about for, for people who are still like, Hey, I didn't join it on October 1st, but I really need a community of women. And I really, and you know, the 108 day is for people who, um, women, I should say, who, you know, you have been on this journey. And it does not mean that you have stopped drinking necessarily at this point, but you've been on this journey. It's going to help you if you have put the, the whatever alcohol it is down. But this is a good way to look at things. So I thought, what a great like gift for yourself going into the holidays. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It sounds like a sales advertisement. I know. But like, I just genuinely loved that theory of October to getting you through the holidays. I, it, were, it was the first time a holiday, like a New Year's resolution worked for me. So that's why I was asking and for you. Because you I just know, wondered. You know what? I love that question. I love the way you framed that because I've been able to connect it to my own journey with um, not alcohol exactly because my family has always been pretty supportive of my sobriety. Like my um, my uncle's also sober and, you know, my grandma, like no, no one in my family has ever put on pressure for me to drink, but I have been struggling with a lot of food changes over the years. Like I've been trying to quit coffee for literally like five, probably as long as I've been sober, I've been trying to quit coffee and I've gone through phases two week, three weeks since. And I was actually three weeks off of coffee. The last time I went home for Christmas, which was, um, December of 2019, and uh, th- what broke my coffee sobriety was on Christmas day. My grandma said to me, you know, just have one. It's a holiday. And I think about that all the time because I'm like, this is what then got me back on this, this thing for like a couple more years. And, and I know that seems like coffee seems more minuscule than alcohol, for example. But for me, it's this really, I think of coffee for me as like, an addictive self-harming habit because I'm like dehydrating myself. I'm spending all this money on it. Um, and I drink multiple ones a day. Anyway, the reason why I bring this up is because I'm now about two and a half weeks coffee free. And now when I think about me going into my Christmas, like you're exactly right. I'm going to have 90 days of momentum by the time I'm there. And I even can have the preparatory time to like have a conversation with my family, which I think I'm going to before I get home. And I've already, I already gave them a heads up. Like, this is what I eat now. This is what I need. Like, I'm not going to be able to eat in restaurants. I'm going to have to be cooking for myself, but I'm probably going to even have the time to have a heads up with my grandma and just be like, look, I don't drink. <laughs> don't suggest it to me. <laughs> don't encourage it. Cause I don't want to start again. And I love the way you're talking about me having this distance and time and space for me to really get solid in myself and then set up the things that I need around me to stay solid in this is going to be key for me. And it's the same thing for, for alcohol. 
So true. And for me, it was sugar. Like, and I then same thing, like one of my birthdays, I think last year, somebody was like, well, an ice cream cake. And then I like went, like fell hard into ice cream cakes and the sugar. And it took me a long time to get off. And I've been cycling back and forth since. And I'm like, all right, this tomorrow, I need to start like doing this because I am not healthy with sugar, like in natural sugars I do and all that, but I get like, in, I, like, I can't do sugar. I do. I'm an all or nothing person with sugar. And so I need for myself to say, okay, I need to go back to the natural pat, you know, like natural ways and things of that nature. And, you know, like, that's what I was asking. What do you put in your smoothie? You know, um, um, because, you know, I put the dash of honey and I, I'm going to be okay with that. Like, I'm not going to go extremes because I need to have a healthy mind mindset for myself. So I don't know. It just gives you something to think about because the holidays are here before we know it. And, and I'm the same way. My, my family does not pressure me about the alcohol or anything like that. But like, I just think there's also, there's the emotional triggers that we get that we might not even plan for, um, you know, the inner child work that we do during the 108 days of talking about like, like, let's get curious of what, why are we picking up the drink? And we're really, so, you know, a lot of women have said to me, I didn't, I, I started to stop myself and ask the questions that we get so rote in our head by the time we're like wanting to pick up the think about the triggers. So, I mean, that's a big purpose of the 108 days. So anybody who hasn't like signed up yet, please think about it because it could work um, for, for your holidays was my thought. So that's my little shtick on, you know, just thinking about all of that. And who is the 108? Like, who would that specifically be for? Who, um, what, who do you think it would really support and work for? I would say I can answer it more who would, would not support. I think that's okay. a better way. If you are just putting down the drink for the very first time, I think it would be a hard place to be because generally people, the women who have come to the program have reduced alcohol um, for a while and are starting to want to dig deeper into the triggers there or have gone alcohol free for a while or stints of it. So they're a little bit more past the triggering of trying to get past the everyday, like mm-hmm. I, I want to get out of this pattern. So I, I think, you know, but, you know, like we have people who have been in the program who have reduced and they're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so much more aware of like I, I've, I've, I've cut back and I now see with clarity, this is making more sense and I have more goals towards what I'm doing. So, you know, it doesn't even have to be completely an alcohol-free journey. I think the cutback or alcohol-free, but you've practiced it for a few, uh, you know, the the term practice is the only way I can say it. You've practiced it for a while. You're like, I need a little more support. And this gives you two live supports a week. Then you get journal prompts. And we talk about we talk about shame. We talk about inner child work. We talk about like all, you know, grief uh, and loss and, you know, all those things that are, are underneath why we're really picking up and, and, and we're digging deep and we're talking about it together as women. And what I love is it's women all around the world, all different ages, and we're having all different kinds of conversations. And it's usually a lot of times absolutely hilarious. Um, but there's a lot of times we're crying together too. I mean, and 
I always say it's our group. It's not mine. Sat Sunday, I was in a raw place and the group like held me like while I was having, you know, an experience and, you know, I'm three plus years sober, but I'm still learning things. And that group, you know, they held me and they even sent me flowers. The red group, you're all like so sweet. Thank you, red group. I love my flowers. I should have brought them up here. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thought process, you know, and, yeah. and that's where I love the mind and the body and the program that, you know, the community you put together with the sober yoga, because, you know, I've said this before, but I was sober for two years, but I had so much pain in my body and I didn't understand why, but I now can connect this together. And that's another part of the 108 day process is connecting all of this together. Yeah. I love that. So this 108 day program, it's going to be, I think the is it the fifth group that we've run of this? this? Is the fifth group of this, which is fourth? I can't. I I'm so bad at numbers. I'm like I'm allergic to numbers. April it might be fourth. Four. It's the fourth. It's the fourth one. Um, fourth. and so we have women who are joining it who have done the thirty and sixty day sober challenge with me, and then we have people that are brand new that haven't done um either program that are just looking to get started with our community and so this group meets on Saturdays and Mondays Kathy is leading the Saturday meeting Kristen is leading the yoga practice and then with it you also get a membership to the mindful life practice so you can join any of my classes any of the other classes or programs going on like the speaker series like the topic meeting so we have a really rich live zoom community and if you are feeling like you're a little bit sort of meandering or lost in your sobriety and you need some momentum, I definitely think that this is a program for you. So reach out to me and Kathy, if you have any questions about anything, um, you can even write a comment if you're watching in on the live or just shoot either of us a message. We'd love to chat with you about it. Absolutely. Um, would love to chat and, you know, there's just so many different ways you can approach this. And I think that's the beauty of this community, but um, it's a safe community to really explore. And I think that's, you know, as a woman, like, you know, we don't, I think the other thing we do here is we're, we're not about labels. We're not about like, you know, we're just, we're, we're getting curious about ourselves and how, and how can we grow in the wise. Absolutely. It's so good to see you. And I'm glad I got smoothie advice. You know, even if your question is smoothie advice, um, the coffee, getting off coffee, you have to ask Alex because I am not there. And honestly, it's not a goal of mine at all. Never like not doing it um, because when I get off coffee, I crave chocolate and it just becomes mm-hmm. a bad cycle. So I'm more worried about the sugar for myself. So that's all yeah. I got. And for every single person, it's different. It is. It's such a different journey. Like what's your thing, you know? So we all got our things, our our coping things that we look at and say, is that healthy for me? You know? Yeah, totally. Whether it's social media, whether, you know, we all have our different vices. So true. All right. This was an amazing conversation. So me and Kathy are going to hop off now. Kathy has one of her challenge groups. I have the sober curious topic meeting. If anyone wants to join us for the topic meeting, the topic today is making sober friends. Ah, I wish we could be there, but uh, your sober friends will, some of us will be over in the other meetings. So enjoy and thank you everybody who tuned in. And if you have any questions, let us know. Perfect. Bye. Bye.
Hi friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sober Yoga Girl Podcast. This community wouldn't exist without you here, so thank you. It would be massively helpful if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast so it can reach more people. If we haven't met yet in real life, please come get your one-week free trial of the Sober Girls Yoga membership and see what we're all about. Sending you love and light wherever you are in the world.